Hey, y'all out there. This is Bo Billingsley, the voice of Jet Black and the Fourth Raikage. You're listening to The Night Nerd. Stay tuned because all kinds of good things will be happening. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, you know, these shows are going up late because the the country has been just inundated with cold weather. Especially down here in Texas, where, where I'm based, we've been ridiculously cold. It's just now starting to kind of thaw out, and there's this bright, glowy, warm, orangey-yellow thing in the sky... Uh, I, I don't know, it's pretty cool, I haven't seen it in a while, so I kind of forgot what it was, but since, I know, I'm hey, I'm a dad, I can make cheesy dad jokes, okay, uh, since we were all under ice and frozen, we are celebrating Marvel's Merry Mutant Iceman all week on this show, and tomorrow we'll talk a little bit more about his history and, you know, where he comes from and his creation and stuff. But today, I wanted to talk some iconic Iceman stories that you needed to read. To you know, cause He's one of those characters that everybody kind of likes, but you know, when you say, what is an iconic Iceman story? There, he doesn't have ones like the other founding X-Men have. You know, with Jean Grey, you have Phoenix, Dark Phoenix Saga. You have great stuff with that. With Beast, you have... Um, both his transformations, you know, especially Grant Morrison's X-Men run, Beast is really important and does some stuff. Um, he does some cool things over in the Avengers over the years. If you look at Angel, you know, you have the whole Mutant Massacre where he became Archangel. And then some of the X-Force stuff where he could, was switching back and forth from regular Angel and Archangel. And Cyclops has just stories everywhere, you know, because he's he's Cyclops. And then there is Iceman, which uh I don't know what it is. You know, he's a he's a cool character. Pun not intended there for once. And he should have some good stories, but there's not very many out there. So we're gonna take today to kind of look and focus on some of the best Iceman stories. Now of course with all these X-Men I just mentioned, the first 12-ish issues of X-Men back in the 60s uh, from Stan Lee are really important and really influential. So I recommend going back and starting there. You know, It helps get your feet wet and, and understand who these characters are and where they came from and what you can do with them. I, I think you know it's always a big thing to know where you came from and where these characters came from. And it'll give you a better understanding of all these stories we're going to talk about. So the first story I want to talk about is Iceman's miniseries back in 1984. This is a four-issue miniseries with, written by Jam DeMatteis and Joe Duffy with art by Alan Kupperberg. And covers by Mike Zeck, who... Punisher, you know, Mike Zeck, everybody knows Mike Zeck. Um, real nice guy, met him before. This was an interesting story because he's going back home to talk to his parents 
And later on, a lot of stories focus on his parents, like, being bigots and hating mutants and stuff. But here he goes home, and things seem to be going pretty well for him. He even kind of meets this girl, but then all of a sudden, it turns out she's part of this alien race that can control time. And now he's in this other dimension and going through time and space, and it's basically Iceman Doctor Who. And it's really cool, and it is so, so much fun. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't read it when it came out, because I was, like, a year old. I got it on Comixology, and I can't say enough good things about it, because it it is just a a silly, I mean, J.M. DeMattes uh, did the Justice League International stuff, the Bwahaha you know, so you get that, which is a perfect fit for Iceman, but also like heavy drama and action and stakes. And so it's, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. You should definitely go to your local comic shop and check it out. There's no way it can be very expensive. Uh, next series I want to talk about is the X-Men Icons. The Icon series were in the early 2000s. And they did some for the X-Men. They were going to do some for the Avengers. The X-Men, they did a Cyclops one, which was pretty solid. They did a Chamber one that was actually written by Brian K. Vaughn. And they did an Iceman one. Now, I I remember when this came out, um, I have the singles of it. And I've gone back and reread it. It's written by Dan Amnett and Andy Lanning with art by Carl Kershaw. So, again, A-team. I mean, just really big standout stars. And the premise of it, the the story itself, is all about Bobby. Um, he, he's going to deal with his past. You know, there's this ex-girlfriend, and he may or may not have a kid. And he so he has to go to, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think it's Hong Kong, to figure out what's going on and while he's there he runs into this corporation that wants to steal his powers and i it's it's really neat and really cool it's only four issues again i'm almost positive like my lcs has it uh available you can buy all four issues for pretty cheap so hit up star comics and tell them the night nerd sent you and they'll ship it to you you know all over the country so this story kind of gave a look at Iceman's other lifestyle, you know, like when he's not being a superhero, what is he doing? Which, side note, Iceman is one of the only educated X-Men, like he has a degree in accounting, so that's kind of cool. It's it's interesting. In the mainstream X-Men comics, though, there was a story arc that kicked off back in Uncanny X-Men number 314. So this is Scott Waddell and Lee Weeks. This whole thing, this whole story deals with the White Queen, Emma Frost, when she was a bad guy. And she was maybe kind of in a coma and mentally takes over Iceman's body and controls him. And while she does, she's like, dude, you're weak. You've been holding back your powers. You need, look, you can do this and this and this. And really kind of made him respectable uh, in a power sense, but... He was easily controlled, so, you know, he didn't get the full respect that he should have. But that arc the, really opened the doors for a lot of future writers, including 
and this is another series, I mean, if you're an X-Men fan, you've read it, but if you're maybe not, or newer fan, the Age of Apocalypse series, this series, Iceman is, one, ruthless, but two, so powered up, like, it shows why he is an Omega-level mutant, he transports, like, the whole team through, through water molecules in the air, I mean, he's just, so overpowered, uh, but it's cool, because, again, you're seeing Iceman kind of, not only he realizes it, the team realizes it, writers, readers, everybody realizes how powerful this guy is, it's really neat, because everybody always writes him off as, like, the classic clown, the funny guy, um, and if you want to see that, a good version of, like, the loving buddy Iceman, a random place, but Ultimate Spider-Man, the before Peter Parker died, he was living with Johnny Storm and Gwen Stacy, and then Bobby Drake moves in, and it's a really fun, like seeing those three as teenagers, well, four with Gwen, but the Johnny, Peter, and Bobby as teenagers, kind of interacting and being superheroes and going to school together. It's it's fun. Um, but it's not like just Iceman, so you know it's hard to mention. Uh, another great team up with Iceman is Mutant X, where Havoc got transported to an alternate reality and formed his own X Men. Uh, this like Beast is this uh, like a literal beast. Like he's has fish gills and fur and scales and all this stuff, which is just crazy. Um, he's called Brute. Like he can't even talk and stuff. Storm is a vampire. Uh, Angel is called the Fallen. He is kind of a vampire, but he's more like literal death. He can breathe fire. And Iceman is here. But this Iceman has been toyed with by Loki. And again, it's so powerful, he can't even touch people. So it's a really cool way to see Iceman depicted, uh, you know, again, being really powered up. But the last Iceman stories I want to talk about before we end for the day are the two recent series from Cena Grace. These from uh, like 2017, 2018, 2019 are wonderful. You know, it's showing Iceman dealing with, you know, coming out of the closet and being gay. But also, so dealing with relationships while dealing with being with a uh, superhero, while dealing with getting older and what that means in every sense of life and still saving the world. So they're they're absolutely wonderful. I have all the singles. I also bought the trades. Uh, spoilers, I'm going to re-air the interview I did with Cena years ago about Iceman uh, when he was working on the title and just how much fun it was and how great it was. So it's go check those books out, go to your local comic shop, and once you do, let me know what you think about them. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or over on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. I'm also on Patreon. Just look for The Night Nerd there. Make sure to follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Ice, 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 ice.
Can I get an ice man? Yo, can I get an ice man? 